This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by the Riverside Cafe, the perfect place for a pre-match pint. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and a very warm welcome to the Wednesday Week, the Sheffield Wednesday Podcast. I'm Lord Hillsborough, and with me online, first of all, we have Mr. Marriott. Jamesy, I'll be now the chuff for you. I am splendid. I'm splendid. I'm enjoying uh, my beer of choice is a plum goza beer, uh, which is br- brewed with brewed with Italian plums, and I do like Italian plums. What was that second word? Is that not the baddie from Ghostbusters? <laughs> Italian plums. No, 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 that would have been a weird one, wouldn't it? All right, I love you like my plums, ain't it? I'm a big ghost. what are you saying? No, what was the second one? Goza. Is that Goza the Gozarian? Goza, yeah. Yeah, Go- Goza the Destroyer. Yeah. Oh, but Bill yeah. Murray goes and fucks him up and uh, smashes smash him to bits when he turns into Marshmallow Man. I've seen it before. Where does a war? We didn't, we didn't manage a minute before Fudge started swearing. Eh? What would your mother think? I've had a cup of tea. Should you really be drinking like alcohol from a war zone? Like, Is that not... Like funding a war. What? <laughs> it's from Connecticut. No. From Connecticut in Aust- in America. Yeah. I don't know. Goza, I'm sure I've heard of that. Yeah, <laughs> Ghostbusters. Okay. Right, I'm, 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 I'm going to wrestle. I'm no, going Gaza, to wrestle. Gaza, 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 <laughs> the outtakes are supposed to go at the end, <laughs> my darling. Not at the beginning. <laughs> I meant the yeah, okay. uh, I just did a quick Google. Uh, I know what I meant. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was it was Gaza is the beer. Uh, you know, Goza is the uh, Didn't did Gaza, did Gaza play for Newcastle? Yeah, is that got, the same he, guy? Got, got booked in the semi final of a World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> 
And, and as you most probably heard, Legends Victoria's with us. Darling, how the devil are you? Um, I'm I'm not Victoria. I'm um, somebody else. <laughs> are you Gaza? <laughs> not Gaza. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Was that still? Posh folk around us. Um, Fudgy, how Bean, how the chuff are you, my lad? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. I've just woke up, just had a cup of tea, just had a woke up since Saturday afternoon after watching that uh, that display. But I'm sure we'll get to that. See what we did there. Segway. Talking about football already. Look at that. And last but by certainly no means least, Mr. Dickie Owl, how the chip you, Rich Hobby? I'm very, very well, thank you. I've just been ignoring football, as usual, since about quarter to five, maybe even a little bit earlier on Saturday. And just plain, plain dumb, which I'm good at before you say it. <laughs> Wouldn't even consider it, oh boy. Uh, right, so first of all, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to apologise for our absence last week, and we do hope you enjoyed the retro show. Um, obviously, Fudge was mother on that show, which he's not been for a while, and you probably found out why. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I love it, Fudge. But no, it, it really does go to show how, how far the club has come in the last five years, and obviously that's something we can discuss for another day as well. Uh, so, first things first, um, we'll go into some football, shall we, because it's been a thrilling time for Sheffield Wednesday Football Club just recently. Um, so, chaps and chapette, of course. Uh, who would like to start? I'm going to hold on to my hat for this one. I'll let you pick this one up, James. You picked it up. I picked it up last time. You can have this one because uh, I don't. I don't know what to make of all that. All right. Well, it's kind of it's quite interesting because we haven't really talked about football, have we, since the Villa game? Because the last podcast we did was basically just like two hours of it all like just wanking over ourselves James, pretty much. There wasn't any real football chatter in it, was there? Oh, no, it was, though, wasn't it? That's that's what it was. It was two hours of us, of us, of us just kind of tossing over how great yeah. we are. Um, yeah. And the, and here's the strange thing, because, you know, the, we've had an international break as well, and, and there genuinely hasn't been much to talk about. We've had three games where we've got three points, um, as far as I can work out, in those three games, we've had three shots on target, uh, one of which was a penalty. So the the single only thing that's happened that's actually worth us talking about is Atty scoring. And that's only really worth talking about because it's flipping hilarious. You know, it, 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 there's just nothing. There is absolutely You've mispronounced nothing his name else. There. It is the saviour of Sheffield Wednesday Football Club, Atty Newhew. You must pronounce his full title. Yeah. That is correct, my lord. And I'm correct. sure we'll spend 10 minutes kind of going over all this, uh, which is why it's hilarious. Do you know what? Do you know what? Right, if Jordan Rhodes had scored that bloody goal, everyone would have been like, there's your 10 million quid, that's your 10 million right there, he saves games. Because it's Dave. Because it's Dave who's not scored in 42 appearances. Yeah, that's right. I, I don't give what? a shit. What? Of about <laughs> six minutes each. Sorry, sorry, happens? Vic. You say people don't give a shit. It's the only thing that I saw people talking about on social media because for a amazing. week. Because it's amazing. Absolutely I was very excited. <laughs> no, not just you, everyone. It's the, all the entire fan base has talked about for the last week. I don't think you can say that people that, don't give a that's shit. That's the bloody highlight of it, that's why. I think people are seeing the Leon Clark thing, though, aren't they? And thinking, oh, we used to slate Leon, and now all of a sudden we've, we've got this who we've been slating for ages and uh, might be good, so let's not slate him I'm anymore. sorry, I'm going to blow my own trumpet on this one. As yeah. we mentioned uh, whilst we were speaking to Bill. Hey. 
<laughs> I've had enough of people blowing their own trumpets tonight. There's been Victoria, wanky, there's been tossing, there's been blown trumpets. Good lord. It's uh, yes, rude. As we mentioned when we were speaking to Beastie, oh. I would have uh, had Adenew on for the last 10 minutes of any football match, and that justified that decision absolutely because he's an absolute superstar, no matter which way you look at it. He does that last 10 minutes incredibly well. He can't do much else, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't have him on for a full game, but last last 10 minutes, he was amazing. Those players, those defenders were popping their pants when they saw Big Ratty were on the pitch. It was just amazing. And anybody who disagrees is quite simply wrong. How's the um, home brew, my lord? It's <laughs> lovely. <laughs> it's going down very well this evening, the I think. The juice is slipping down nicely. Um, <laughs> but no... Uh, well, I kind of I rest I rest I rest my case here about the fact that there's nothing that's happened other than Atty scoring that's worth us talking about. Hey, hey, hey! Remember, remember the shots of November. It's been wild. Um, do you know what? I'm just I'm just about had enough. I'm just about fed up because it's you know it's not just been three games, has it? It's been with the exception of Villa since Bolton, since Bolton away. Um, which was kind of the point where I, I kind of lost my shit a little bit. Um, it's been absolutely bang average. We have been bang average all over the park. We haven't pushed on. We haven't improved. We haven't really done anything. You know, it just feels like we've just, we're a club at the moment that is, you know, in football terms, we're just there. We're just existing. We're, we're barely doing anything. We're, we're, we're in a six game unbeaten streak. But honestly, does anyone genuinely think that we're in a good place right Do now? Do you think? The only person who I think can come out and hold his head high is Mr. Bannon, isn't it? I think he he has he's run ragged. Yeah. He's not he's not done amazing, but then again, how are you meant to when the ten men around you aren't aren't doing it, a great job? But, but I do think out of everybody, he's got to take he's got to take some credit. It's all blustering, no conflict, conflicts though, Vic. It's it's painful to watch sometimes. He's got his little legs running around, and you think, well, I'm gone a bit, Barry. Why don't you actually play football instead of trying? There, there is something in business oh, world whoa, called whoa, being. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There's something in business world called being a heroic manager. And have you ever heard this phrase in a job where you go, I'll go and do it because if, if, if I don't do it, it won't get done right. Now, the reason that that is, is uh, detriment, it, it, it's a negative effect on your workforce, is because you are the people around you aren't learning. The people around you aren't think, oh, it's okay. Because they're 20 just or 30 year old blokes. They don't need to bloody learn. I'd learn for 30 grand a week. I'd bloody learn. No, you wouldn't. Because you're, no, you're already getting paid anyway. Yeah, but is, is, that, is that the problem though? Is that the problem? Or is, or, or is the alternative that we are going out with just crap game yes. plans? Uh, uh, and actually uh, the players are doing what they've been asked to do, but the game plans are just crap. Are we any better off than we were 12 months ago right now? Or is it just a United effect? I know points-wise, we're the same, aren't we? Points-wise, we're similar to where we were last season, season before and whatever else. But actually, the football itself is is dire. I can't remember it being this bad since... I don't want to say I don't want to say Mr. Bager's name, like, but it it hasn't been that bad for a long time. But it is. It's like you said. It's the game plan. Like you look, we're playing two very good wingers. Like all right, Ross Wallace has been off the boil. I'll give you that. But Reach and Wallace are wingers and every single match they're dropping into central midfield it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever we get balls in from them coming from the wing and in fact we're relying on our fullback every single game and our fullbacks you know our fullbacks they're, they're there for the odd cross don't get me wrong and Jack Hunt on his day can put in a great cross so can Morgan Fox as we've seen but 
actually it's our wingers that we should be relying on for that. That's, you know, that's what they do. I just think across the park, we're just average. We are defining average right now. And, and I thought Reading was a perfect example of it because there wasn't anyone that played particularly badly at, at, at Reading, but there wasn't anyone that played brilliantly. Bannon was the best, our, our best player on the, um, on, on the pitch. There's no doubt about that. Um, he ran around a lot and I'm, you know, I'm sure Fudge will want to pick up on that. Uh, but I thought, you know, defensively we were all right. I think, you know, midfield wise, we were all right. Um, you know, the attack, it, I, I, I'm not really sure what the logic was in playing Fletcher and um, Joao together. It didn't particularly kind of spark anything. Hooper came on, we looked a bit better, bit better. But, you know, it was just, it, we, we, across the park, we were just all right. But you're not going to win football games by being all right. You know, if Reading were anything other than dreadful, and Reading really were a, a terrible, terrible team, then I think we'd have got we'd have got done over on um, on Saturday, and we can't go into games like this. Kind of idea of if we go to Reading, as long as we don't concede, then we'll be all right. Then you know that 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 really is taking us back kind of three four years in time, isn't it? Just kind of going everywhere um, and and just concentrating on trying to get a, a nil nil draw. Awful. I, I was. I was sat with two friends um, just before um, the match, and we were like waiting for the team sheet to come out, to come out. And when we came out, we were like, "What the hell is this?" It would just look like he'd lost a plot completely. Stick, stick. It just didn't make any sense whatsoever. It kind of felt like throwing shit against the wall, didn't it? That it kind of stuck stuck with the same team for you know, which, which you know did go to Villa and get a result. Stuck with that, and and it wasn't really working anymore. So we just kind of thought, well, let's try something different. And in a way, I kind of think fair fair play. Why not? You know, it it, it hadn't been right for the last couple of games, so why not try something different? But that that wasn't right either. Which you know kind of takes me down this path of thinking: Does it really matter what players we're putting out there? Is is the issue going a bit deeper than that at the moment? And is is it the just just the matter of that we're just not preparing James, for games I in the right? Agree there. Whatever. I think yes, he did. Ex- he, uh, as far as Carlos can say in his press conferences and whatever else, he has been told he needs to mix it up a bit, and so he did. He swapped. What was it six players? I think. But you can swap whoever you like. You can put me in. But if you're still telling people to do the wrong thing or to not play exciting football or to pass it between Lees, Leuvens and Chuffin Westwood, you're going to get the same result every week. And at the end of the day, that's what needs to change. We need... I don't understand why this this whole thing... Like, I come back to it a few times, but when we say about the season that we got to Wembley, every single game was a goal of the month competition between the players. And it was almost as if there was like a banter between them on that thing. Like... Oh, who can get a better goal this week? Who can do that? And don't get me wrong, we've had a couple of screamers from Adam Reach this year. But other than that, nobody seems dared to take a shot. Or if they do, like it's like one in a game. So like you see like the odd Wallace miss. And yeah, he's had a couple that have been near misses. He's had a couple that have gone miles away. But actually, if you look back two years ago, he would have 30 shots in a game and one of those would go in. But actually, all he's doing now is having two or three and none of them are. It just it doesn't seem to make sense. I don't know where that's gone. I think I think you might be remembering it with a little bit of road tinted spectacles there, Vic, because we have had very similar discussions at the first half of the season for the last three seasons. We have been notoriously slowing starting each season. Um, to try and play devil's advocate, uh, Carlos did mention at the end of the game that we put out. I'll do it in Carlos language, shall we? But we put out a team that was good and competent. 
Thanks, Carlos. Um, <laughs> our plan was to try and block Reading's game in the first half and in the second half try and win the match. So, I mean, we've seen this a million times before with Carlos. Is it getting a bit savvy? Are we, are we just essentially just not playing the first half and then trying to kick crap out of people in second? Sometimes we've seen it, it works. We know we're a team of two hours at the moment. Is it time to change things up? Lord H, that entire comment from Carlos just made me vomit. It literally just <laughs> made me vomit. Uh, we, what, what, read it again. He set up what? It says, the, the quote on the BBC website says, uh, um, our plan was to try to block Reading's game in the first half and in the second half try and win the match. Okay, James, you were there with me, right? Ready, mm. re <laughs> Reading's game... Is to stand there, yeah, 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 you've got your right back here, yeah. He passes it to a six foot seven Lego brick, and then he passes it to a beanbag, <laughs> and then he passes it back to the Lego brick. It drops into midfield a bit to the smallest man I've ever seen on a, on a football pitch. Then it goes back to the Lego brick, back to the full back, then back to the goalie, then back to what? What had we set up to stop? I don't understand. Are you sure you weren't watching mm. us, Fudge? That sounds exactly. It, and, what and do you know what? Did. This was going to be my point, right? Actually, I um, I think that there is a Reading podcast somewhere, Royals Week, saying saying exactly the same. We are exactly <laughs> the same team. We are, ex you know, there is no no difference between the two teams. Saturday was one of the worst painful experiences I've ever had at football. And when somebody says to me, what's the worst game you've ever been to? I've always said it was a um, an Arsenal game on Boxing Day. And it was nil-nil. And I remember it was God, about 25 years ago now. And I remember thinking, this is the worst day of my damn life. Like, I would have been 12 years old or 13 or something like that. But that is a very, very close second. Because it was, it was just awful. Now, on the flip side, I, I agree uh, with you, James, that maybe he's just chucked enough shit at a wall to see what would stick. And um, and that's what the um, starting eleven was. Let's try something. Let's try something else. Which which you know, great. I'm I'm glad that it, he's noticed, albeit six games after we have, that whatever he's doing ain't working. Now, what I wanted to get to was kind of ask you guys an opinion. Did anybody read Dom Hassan's um, article on the Wednesday uh, about a shake-up is needed? Did you know what I mean about? Having a massive, great, yeah. well, clear out. Is there a sense of complacency within the squad? And we need to bring in some new faces. And we need to do it ASAP if we're going to have anything out of this season, which is essentially the, you know, the, the, the crux of the, uh, of the story. You know, you know? And, and I think there's, there's some credence to it, because let's be honest, we've signed Joost van Aken, Venancio, who we, we don't know, what, you know where he is, and, uh, and George Boyd, who's half-blind and half-missing. So, what you know? Where do we go from there? What 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 do we do? Is it because we've only built bolstered with, let's say, squad players? That's why we've not had a um, a, a resurgence. That's why we've not kicked on. What do you reckon? It it depends whether or not you think that the players are good enough, or whether um, you think the players aren't I, good yeah. enough, doesn't it? Because I I think we, we, there's a squad there that should yeah. be good enough to compete. Um, and there's clearly something wrong. And, and I'll be honest, you know, when I, I that that quote from Carlos, and you know, I do, I genuinely adore Carlos the bits, and I think he's he's done some brilliant stuff. But it's the kind of quote that just makes me just, I just sit there and just go, for heaven's sake, man, just go, just go. You, you've taken us as far as you can, and it's getting to the point now where it's becoming painful. It's um, it's just time. 
it's it's time for fresh ideas. We can't change the entire squad in January. It, it's a lovely idea, and 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 in in a lot of ways, it's probably right that it does need a bit of a shake up. That keeping the same squad together sometimes can have a real positive effect, and sometimes maybe it becomes a bit stale, and everyone becomes a bit too used to each other. But um, that happens in football, and every football club has that challenge at some point, and that's when you have to make some changes behind the scene to freshen things up and bring some new ideas in. And and we at, at the moment. I've watched three games of football now where I've thought, we don't have any ideas left. We just don't have any ideas. We um, have thrown together probably one decent move in those three games, which was the Adam Reach cross and the Atty header against Ipswich. And that's it. You know, the other, the 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 Hooper penalty uh, was a penalty. You know, it, there was nothing special about the move. It was a defensive error. It got no, no reason to handle that. Very silly. Um and and you know beyond that we have to go back to the Villa match to, to find anything that's really uh, worth us talking about. We've just run out of ideas, and Disagree I can't see bit. where they're going to come from. The, the the penalty itself, if that young chap hadn't have handballed that ball, then Fletcher was behind him already in full stride for a belting volley on that foot. So I, I can't understand why he he did. He'd have missed that. it though, wouldn't he? Because that's <laughs> well, what happens. That's by the by. It, it it would have been a lovely goal had or at least a lovely shot, possibly on target, possibly not. Um, <laughs> had he had the opportunity to hit the jumping thing, but the young lad handballed the ball. Um, I thought there was some again sort of flitting in and out between the Reading and the Ipswich games. I thought some cracking moves against Ipswich. So again, there was a brilliant one with Bannon where had Fletch been a, a another sort of half a yard quicker, it would have been a beautiful, beautiful goal again. Reach made a lovely couple of runs down the wing as well, especially towards the end. Of course, again, and you mispronounced his name, James. The saviour of Sheffield Wednesday Football Club, Atenew, who did his job when he came on. Um, but talking about Carlos as well, when you're looking towards uh, the, the Ipswich game, I mean, we were getting really stubbed down in that game. And then Carlos made the, the change where he brought Fletcher and, and, and Kieran Leon uh, within sort of two minutes of each other. And I think that did change the game. Yeah, he might have got his tactics wrong at the beginning, but when he made that change, I did think it changed the game, sort of 60 minutes in as well. So Yeah, all right, we do, fair enough, yeah. yeah. We do have to sort of try and look at some of the positives. I, I understand why everybody's frustrated, and don't get me wrong. I mean, during the Ipswich game, I was listening listening to it, and, and I actually fell asleep. I wasn't that jumping bored, because, mm. and I don't fall asleep during football matches. Um, and it, it was rather embarrassing. Um, so I understand what you're saying, but coming back to Fudge's point, we can't change the squad. We, we don't have the financial capacity with FTTP now to, to just bugger about as much as we used to do with that kind of thing. It's a lovely idea, as you say, Jay. I don't think we need to change the squad, though. I don't think we need to change the squad. It's not the squad. What would you do? Not the squad. Can I ask you all something, like, genuinely, right? So, Carlos, at the moment, you know, he when nobody on here can say they're a huge fan. Let's be honest. Like, huge fan. But if we came out at the next game, right, and we, on Saturday... And we went for it, right? We proper went for it. Everyone had a shot. We were just attack, attack, attack. There was, like, as if Leuvens and Lees just weren't there passing it to each other for 85 minutes. So if we went for it, but we lost 2-0, would you not be happier with a game like that and building forwards rather than sitting back and watching a one-point drip in every so often? Oh, and, I... You know, oh, we've got a nil-nil draw, but we kept a clean sheet. Brilliant. Hutch kept a clean rather sheet. Rather than losing 2-0. Like, would you... No, but would you ra- not rather see a, a bit of action and a bit of people like wanting to score? And that not not them wanting to score because I agree with James. I don't think it comes from the squad. I think it's coming from the background sort of tactics. 
But if we went out there and just full on attacked Hull, like we we owe them big time because they, you know, they they did us over at Wembley and which again was an awful game of football, whichever side you watched it from, neutral like either side. Um, but if we went out and we proper went for it and we stuck in every chance we could, we crossed every ball we could, we just ran at them. Would you not be happier with taking that? than just watching the dross that we're watching every single week, which is just tippy-tappy, to quote, is it Megson, tippy-tappy? But we're just doing that every single week. And I just think at some point he just, yeah, all right, he made six changes. It didn't work. Let's be honest, it did not work. So why not just make a change and make your tactics just everyone run forwards, everyone try and score a goal? Uh, Maybe he will, because we have kind of two or three games a season, don't we, where where we do that and we go for it. And and I think, you know, we'd all come away and think, oh, brilliant, that's great. It's like the Norwich game last season um, or Leeds. You know, we've we've had games this season where, you know, we've really gone for it and that's brilliant. But, and even I'd walk away from if we, you know, if we played Hull off the park and we threw everything at them and I'd walk away going, that was brilliant, but we'll be back to playing nil-nil tactics against um, Norwich on Saturday, won't we? I know, it's, I'm just... <laughs> I don't know what else he can do because he, you know, it's not going right. So he's changed the squad around. He's changed over half of the squad technically. So what else can he do apart from actually go for a game? Like just go and try, just go out there and try and win a game of football. That's all we want. That's what we want. We don't this want to is, walk away is... with a point every week. Yeah, if we're playing Man United, we'd probably be quite happy with a point. But actually, we'd only be happy with that point if we'd worked for it and we'd actually grafted and tried to score a goal. As it stands, we don't look bothered. No, you're right. You're right. But this is a really weird position to be in because I've kind of given up with the whole Carlos out thing. I've really... Toyed with, I, I, you know, I've really toyed with myself. That sounds odd. I've really fought with myself about the uh, about the ramifications of it and stuff like that. And I think James somebody took the best when he when he was a, he was a clever man. Uh, he's an educator, <laughs> fella knows what he's talking about. When he said, um, <laughs> "Have you got that on your soundboard, James?" Have, yeah, play play it for me now. I, I can play it for you if you want it. Yeah, yeah. yeah James hang on. does the Wednesday week podcast. You know, yeah. he's a clever guy. He knows yeah, the yeah, team yeah. inside yeah. out. I think uh, what you'd said on that was the phrase uh, "a change is needed," and uh, I don't think it's necessarily Carlos out. I don't think it's just sack the board. I don't think it's what's Chancery done for this bloody club or whatever. A change is needed. Now, the chairman has come out and publicly backed him. Now, this isn't this is a, a chairman new to football where a, a public backing is worth its weight in gold. Not like the ones that we've seen over the last 10, 15 years, where a public backing meant you were getting sacked in the next couple of weeks. But um, but I've kind of given up with Carlos out and, and the whole thing, because it ain't, it ain't going to happen. So, all right, this is, our, this is what we've got in our arsenal. This is what we're going to do. What do we think, as pundits, as people proffering their opinion on a show like this, what do we think we need to do? Now... I, I'm happy with um, with what Vic says. I want to go out and I want to play football and I want big, exciting football. Christ, we we discussed it in length the entire season last year. But God, there, there has to be something better than this. Now, I I, I feel that the uh, the lineup change on Saturday was just an absolute roll of the dice, just to make it look like. Hey, I tell you what, I'm I'm trying something, love. You know what I mean? That's that's my Portuguese accent. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's I tell you what, I'm trying something. Portuguese Peniston. Tell you what, the night, the nine, love. I've got, you know, I've got Italian. Any road. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he, he, it was just him going. Look, I'm trying. 
That was it. Look, I'm trying. I don't believe that Tom Leeds was injured. I think that's nonsense. I think it's because he played Pish and uh, and he dropped him. And I don't think he's injured at all. Uh, Juice Van Aken did okay. You know what I mean? Uh, Kieran Lee is still one of the greatest footballers ever to pull on a Sheffield Wednesday shirt. Um, I feel for Jordan Rhodes, man. I, I, I just want him to do so well. And I think the only opportunity we really had in that entire Reading game was when... Um, he just headed one wide. I don't know if you remember. But, you know, James and I spent the game talking about this man that had fallen down the, the chairs. Like, it, it was just painful to watch. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it was hilarious, though. That, actually, that really made me laugh when we were talking about that. It was brilliant. Radio Sheffield, for about five minutes, talked about how John Pearson had fall over, fallen over on his drive that morning. It was like, oh, my God. Is there nothing happening? What's going on? And let's cross the well. See, I'm quite jealous of you. I'm jealous of you guys at home being able to listen to the story of John Pearson <laughs> yeah. falling over on his drive. Well, literally, all me and Fudge had got was this bloke who managed to fall down two sets of um, two yeah. over two and sets then lay of down um, seats. It was brilliant. Very graceful. Although I did have a guy, yeah. did have a guy in the Arinal. No one else found it funny. Who, uh, who was so pissed? I mean, absolutely off his bonds. I'm surprised they let him in, but he had he was looked like what was his kid holding him up. And he had his face up against the uh, the bit of wall behind the urinal, which in itself is baffling. Do you know what I mean? I mean, can you remember back in the day in Club Wow <laughs> in the late nineties? There used to be some handles and some cushions above the urinals. Do you remember in Club Wow? And you, people used to put their head against them. Now, you know, urine is essentially a warm liquid, and when warm liquids get <laughs> a warm, they evaporate. So what you're putting your head on there is evaporated piss. And this geezer's just got his head up against the wall. And he went, blimey, look at this. There's some big willies in here, isn't there? Brilliant. You know. And, uh, of course, I end up getting, you know, it's, it's like that old Jasper Carrot thing about the nutter always sitting next to you on the bus. It was like that. I always end up getting, you know, pissing next to these type of people. I, I was happy for the compliment, if I'm honest. I like my day. Are you sure it wasn't James? What were we talking about? Did he have still his recording? glasses on? <laughs> I know you he had a little magnifying glass. I thought he was killing ants as well. Like, you know what I mean? Right. So we'll 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 put the the last few games to bed, and and we'll hope for hope's sake that uh, eventually this this will turn around. But again, we are. Yeah, but ironically, Lord H, the last few games put us to bed. So uh, I see what you've done unbeaten, there. That's a lovely segue. We are still unbeaten. So no matter which way you change it, we're not losing points. Oh God! Glass half full, old bean. I, do you know, I, I, I really want to slap people when they say that. <laughs> I, I really would be. Oh yes, but we're so many games unbeaten. Yeah, but it's absolutely rubbish, would and we're you going lost nowhere. Games? Nowhere. Would you rather? Lost I'd probably last rather have won one and lost two, to be honest, because at least one of them would have been a lot, a lot more interesting than than the two. Um, uh, it's just, it's, it's, you, you, and you can't get away from this. Lord H, and, and I know you're trying to look at it, you know, glass half full. Uh, and, you know, normally when you've had a, a kind of a string of games when you've drawn, then you can get excited about the fact that you think, oh, we were just that little thing away from uh, from turning it into a win. But five shots on target in a month, there's 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 very little positive to put on that. But and two when... of them were goals against Villa. Isn't it just That's, five shots uh, in it's general, on target. not on so, target? Yeah. I thought it was just five shots in general. <laughs> yeah. Is it on target? One day, oh, it felt James, that you'll be able to say that I was there when the saviour of Sheffield Wednesday, Atty who scored that goal that 
got us into the playoffs. No, so no, you just no. think yourself lucky, Opie. <laughs> Tell you what, when when that happens, you can slap me. <laughs> we'll we'll do a deal. In the meantime, I'm slapping you. I'm slapping I'll you every time you mention that we're on an unbeaten run because it means feck all at the moment. <laughs> Whether you're celebrating a birthday, a wedding or anniversary, maybe you've passed your driving test or you've landed a new job. Well, whatever your reason for a party, the Riverside Cafe is the perfect location on Catch Bar Lane overlooking Hillsborough Stadium. To inquire about hiring us for your function, call 07989 856 054 or Audible 14232-6121. Um, right then, ladies and gents, let's move on to the scant bit of Wednesday news we have. There's a little bit of Wednesday news this week. Hooray, finally. Um, first things first, the uh, the shirts, uh, the discount on those shirts shall be running now until the end of December. Thank you, Sheffield Wednesday Football Club, um, because they have been selling so well that um, certain um, sizes of the shirt um, have run out. Um, so obviously those people that wanted those particular shirts weren't able to get the discounts. Obviously those well, people who are of a normal size. Isn't that so the cycling shirt? Like a, a small, which is literally wouldn't fit my dog. <laughs> I... I, I... I bought one and I've, I've had to buy two XL, and I've and I've lost weight recently. So it, uh, you have lost weight. Thank you very much, Vic. Help yours. There we go. Look at age. A great rule of thumb is: Have you ever brought anything from Super no. Dry? Yes. Yeah. It's the Japanese style. <laughs> you asking Rich Davies that question seriously? <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> what are you, saying? You, me. you have not seen me in Super Dry for ages. Never, 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 never. It's not like you wear one all the time. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But yeah, if you ever bought anything from Super Dry, two sizes up, don't you? That's yeah. what you do. Yeah. Simple as that. Like a wedding dress for Jesus. I've not bought one. It is the thing with football shirts as well now, isn't it, though? Because you don't. They, they don't work yeah, yeah. in the way they're normal. They're, they're, they're meant to be skin tight, which is great if you've got a footballer's body. The rest of us, screwed. We've got no chance. So um, you've, you know that you've, yeah, you've got to go like at least a size bigger. And this has been talked about for like a month and a half now. I'm, I'm surprised that people are still surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I like it like two, like a size or two sizes bigger so I can wear it over a hoodie. But like literally, I would need a tent in this new shirt, an actual tent. Cool. And have, I know have I'm, a word with I'm a curvaceous, <laughs> shall we say, lady. But I mean, come on. Just go you, and ask you you know where he gets his from. He gets a big yeah. size, doesn't he? Absolutely. Hey, I'm on Slimming World now. I, I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> you would have thought the, the club had saved themselves. The, the club would have saved themselves. All oh, this bloody Aslan just did it in December anyway. But anyway. Well, they have done. So this, this oh, oh is something that oh needs my. to be praised because it is nice of them to do it. I know, obviously, it's, it's a tenner. And, I, mean... I know. Believe it or not, it's only £50 if you buy it by Ooh. number. That is bargain. Absolute bargain for a shirt that goes literally goes out of fashion in May. Bargain. Five months of one shirt for that's ten pounds a month. It's less than a phone contract. God, you're a miserable bunch tonight. You're a lot chuff. Me. 
I think the shirt thing's great, and uh, you know, as soon as the uh, mysterious third shirt appears, I might actually consider buying it because I think it's very nice. Can we have the away shirt first? <laughs> no, I I can promise you, no one, no one will buy the away shirt due to the fact that it is the single most disgusting shirt that's ever been produced with yep. a Sheffield Wednesday badge on it. It's absolutely yep. hideous. No one will buy it. No one will buy it. No one. I should be buying one because that is the shirt that the saviour of Sheffield Wednesday Football Club at in UV. <laughs> well, it was. Amazing, but let's be fair, he, he was barely wearing it, was he? He'd got like his vest sticking out <laughs> yeah. of one side of it. Yeah, I must admit, I saw a really nice tweet with that, with someone saying at least the shirt sizes are affecting the players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i tell you what, when he was running towards towards the crowd to celebrate, he was running towards the camera, and it looked like he got a hemorrhoid cushion stuck <laughs> up the front of his jumper. You know, you know? I mean, even Barry Madden's in a 5XL, come on. <laughs> I think it was uh, James Allen from the Owls um, uh, Americas podcast that, that mentioned that is it a if you look at the sleeves the sort of stop it is forearm really so is it a three quarter length sleeve he's got on or is it a, 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 a I don't understand the the sleeves on it it, it doesn't you make any sense it can't be short sleeves he's yet. a fashionable guy there is there is no roll suits. up on the sleeve if he's got a long sleeve shirt t- he could have just rolled rolled it up couldn't he. He's um he's washed the, he's washed the sleeves. He's not washed the rest of it. He's washed the sleeves <laughs> and they've shrunk a bit. Just sponge wash in the sink like what it was, he had, to do. He had an ice cream before the game. Dribbled it a bit down the sleeve, so he thought, oh, "I better wash it." And that one shrunk, so he thought, oh, "I have to wash the other one now <laughs> to make them look the same." And they, so they both shrunk. It happens sometimes with modern fabrics, you know. On that note, I'd just like to point out that one day before the game, I put my arm of my TWW cast hoodie in bird poo on the back of a chair. I went home and I washed the sleeve and mine didn't shrink. So if you want to buy any of our clothing, it's TWW.TMIL, which is TWEMIL.co.uk. Well done, Vic. Always thinking. The my Thanks. corporate lady. Sales. <laughs> the other thing there, James, is it is good news because the club have also announced that when the um, the next delivery comes in and the away shirts and the wonderful third kit is uh, is released, that will also be discounted for the first six weeks as well. There, Jay, so in you... twenty nineteen. Yeah, <laughs> for when England next hosts the World Cup, for Christ's sake. Oh, you miserable yeah, yeah. guess. You'll be able to save yourself a tenner, Jay, and buy yourself some wonderful more. You're um, the positive barrel. Big time, aren't you? In it? You really are. I am um, positive. Spin, I, I, no. Gone. No, I was just going to say for a positive spin, the other clothing in the club shop at the moment, aside from the kits, is absolutely superb. Like, if you want a nice shirt or a nice hoodie, like kind of retro styles as well, we've got some cracking stuff. So, we need to get on to the people who created those and get them to make next year. Because it's honestly, you can go in and buy a really, really nice. My mum's got a gorgeous, like, button down, like, polo shirt. It's about 25 quid. It's absolutely stunning. So, go and buy them instead. I, I could add another positive to that as well. Uh, because this week I bought, um, there is a website that we did a competition with who sell like football bobble hats and stuff like that. And I bought, they've brought out a Wednesday uh, bobble hat, which is really, really nice. And it arrived yesterday and it's lovely. And just for the record, I did pay for it. It wasn't a freebie or anything like that. So I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not giving them, I'm not free plugs. I do, I, I am quite into my uh, beanie hats and my bobble hats and it is very, very good. So, um, 
you know that's that's a positive in the in the kind of Wednesday sphere at the moment. Uh, yeah. Oh, in, t- in terms of ats, actually, while we're talking about ats, because we've got no tells to talk about, um, I'd like to say thank you to <laughs> Ash Rogers who uh, who brought me a bobble to uh, to Reading. So uh, for my Sunday League team, we've decided to go down the route of uh, making a load of old tat. And uh, I bought a beanie hat, but I'm a fan of a bobble. So uh, what Ash did, I <laughs> put this on Twitter, and Ash brought me a bobble uh, to uh, <laughs> to Reading. Did he make it himself, I'm, like you're doing girl guides, with two pieces of cardboard cut in a circle and then trim <laughs> around the edge? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> I've got amazing. a bobble. Isn't it? That's awesome. That's also how next year's shirt is going to be made as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yes, I, I thought it was a little bit of positive news, even though it's been dashed by you miserable chuffers. Um, the, the club have, obviously, for those who are buying maybe shirts for their children for Christmas, and if you've got three kids and you're saving 30 quid, then absolutely spot on news for those parents on there. So jolly well done, Sheffield Wednesday Football Club. Hold Fantastic. on a minute, you're saving 30 quid, but you're spending uh, £150. Oh, that shut up, you miserable it. sod, for goodness sake. When you've got three kids that you're buying Christmas presents for, that 30 quid will come in handy, Victoria, my darling. Trust me, sweet pie. Um, Right, so well, let's crack on. Uh, there has been a little bit of scouting Wednesday news as well. Apparently, um, the Wednesday scouts have been to Benfica at the uh, Stadio de Luz uh, five times this season. So, obviously, you mentioned sort of uh, shaking things up a bit, Fudgy. Um, do you think that we're uh, well, the scouts are still out there? They're still looking. Um in January, is there any particular positions that you would like to see specifically um, that we're going to strengthen? Yes, centre-back. I think we need a, a centre-back. I think uh, we need to get rid of a couple of strikers and bring another one in in order to push for um, competition. And um, Because I think, you know, that, that's that's what we're missing a little bit. I think we need, a, we need another full-back. And, and I'll tell you what, actually, I promised James I'd mention this tonight... Liam Palmer played okay on Saturday. I uh, I have to give Yay! him credit where he's due. He wasn't the <laughs> usual tripe that he usually is. He actually played okay. And then somebody today some tweeted like, Liam Palmer should be starting every week. Now, all of a sudden, one you know above average performance, and all of a sudden he's you know he's an ex Roland Nilsson. But come on, man! I I, I promised <laughs> I'd say that. But yes, I think we need another centre back because there's something wrong with Lees and Leuvens. It's not the um, not the partnership it was last season. When you look at games like um, Newcastle away on Boxing Day last year, um, yeah, that, those those two players aren't aren't the same as what they were, you know, uh, 12 months ago. And uh, I think we've got uh, we need a new right winger. We tried to get one in George Boyd, and uh, well, I don't know where he is. I don't know what he's done. Has he? Is he gone fully blind now? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But we could do with a uh, a right winger. That's where I think we could do with strength in Lord Hillbrow. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, anybody else think specifically that uh, there's any particular point we need strength? Because Fudger says I think's everywhere, more or less. <laughs> Am I right, Are you happy with the the, the centre of midfield, Fudger? It's got Kieran Lee in it, so I'm very happy with the centre of midfield. <laughs> Uh, any any anything with Kieran Lee in it <laughs> is is fine by me. So you will be buying this year's kits as well. Then. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Anybody else specifically want to strengthen anything in particular? Uh, I I'd, I'd probably yeah. Manager. Uh, that's a good call. I'd probably echo that. I think 
<laughs> I think um, our, our strategy for um, central defenders has just not really worked, has it, this season? I think the idea of um, bringing in a couple of maybe younger players who maybe don't know the league as well to act as backup when the players that we're playing as first choice are not playing very well and quite injury prone um, has kind of... Well, it's kind of bitters on the arse a bit. So um, I'd like to see us bring in at least one fairly experienced um, centre-half who can play alongside Lees so that Lees doesn't have this kind of fit that he has whenever um, Glenn Lubens is not there. And um, just a bit of creativity somewhere. That's what's lacking at the moment. And, and like I said earlier, I don't know whether it's that we haven't got the players that have got the creativity at the moment or whether they're just not expressing it properly or what, I don't know. But it's, as I said, the last few games, it just looked like we haven't got any ideas. So someone that can come up with those ideas. And, you know, obviously we've got Forest Air, haven't we, to come back and, and hopefully that'll make a difference. Would, just putting out there, would you like to see a, uh, maybe something from our youth setup? I'm not talking about the obvious, uh, but uh, maybe a Jack Stobbs sort of step up and, and see if that uh, a young lad, um, maybe... I mean, obviously, he's clearly a professional footballer. He's been obviously in that youth team for a long, long time. It's probably about five years. He's been down there now. Would you like to see a young lad step up and, and see if he can shake it up? Like a modern day Luke Bowden, isn't he? Uh, no, do you know what? I don't, I don't see the need to get any. Apart from yeah, I agree. Maybe another centre half. I agree with that. But you know, we've got we've brought Juiced in, who who looked okay at first. He did, but when he's alongside Tom Lee's. Uh, don't trust him. We've got that other kid that I don't even know his name, Valencia, something like that. He's um Varencio Go. Um, he's he's not even appeared. I think he's pronounced Go. <laughs> Sod off. But he hasn't even <laughs> appeared, has he? So we don't know what we've got there. We do, we don't know. But actually, this squad is bloody good. Like it's it's the same squad pretty much that got us to Wembley before. But with improvements, so actually, I, I I come back to James's point earlier. I don't think it's it's really a team problem. I really, really don't. So, are you telling Fudge basically to shut the chuff up, stop talking nasty? Always, yeah. <laughs> well, enjoy mid-table media, <laughs> <to> kids. <laughs> to um, <laughs> to answer that question about um, the youth players and stuff, I mean. Stobbs is a weird one, isn't it? Because he he nearly broke through years ago, and then he's, you know, kind of been building his way back up through the youth setup. And is he the guy that's been on loan at Port Vale and not got a look in for them at the bottom end of League Two? And we're talking about whether or not we should be playing him in the Championship, really? I'm yeah, just really throwing some names out there because I I would love to see. Um, a sort of a, well, what's a better term, a Wayne Rooney figure, a, 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 yeah. a Michael Owen figure come through and, 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 and muck this chuff up. Um, but we've got an obvious one. I'm trying to stay away from that subject at the moment or two. Um, that could fill up a whole podcast on its own, that particular subject, um, especially with the, the bits and mobs that came out with Mr Biggs's um, television programme, which, of course, James has been on as well, of course, as he's been on chuffing everything. Um, but uh, I... I, I I think we are missing, as James said, I think we're missing Forestieri. Because, let's face it, when, when Fessy gets on the field, he don't give a chuff what Carlos has told him. He's going to be Fessy, isn't he? And maybe maybe the players are listening a little bit too close. I heard a wonderful, wonderful um, sort of phrase, actually, from, from Freddie Flintoff this week. Um, I was listening to his and um, 
what's his face's podcast and freddie said that, that there's too much science in in sports these days sport is an art not a science and that's what i think that we're missing we're missing the art of football and there's too much emphasis on the science of it at the minute and i want to see some passion and i want to see some arts behind our football again and the only person that's really giving that at the minute is bannon i think bannon's really yeah. trying to do yeah 100 but I think if we all if we all look at our day jobs, right? So Lord H, we won't out you here. But Fudge, if your boss told you, uh, do you know what? Close the bar or restaurant at nine o'clock. No one's going to come in. James, if your boss told you, do you know what? Just just tune out. Just turn the radio off at six. No one's going to listen. If my boss told me to spell a word wrong, you know, like we wouldn't do it. That's the thing. That's what I don't understand. It's like they know it's not working. They know it's not. And you can see the frustration on the faces. And like you said, Fessy doesn't play by the rules. He doesn't colour between the lines and all that. You know, he, he just goes for it. And I think at some point there needs to be some sort of, not a revolt, but almost like a, do you know what? I'm just going to run with this. Let's go. Not in a Tom Lee style because that is dreadful. But just somebody who's going to run and just go for it, no matter what they've been told. But then if, if a footballer does do that, they're not going to get picked for the next game, are they? Because if they're not doing as they're told, the manager won't want them on the pitch. That's the problem. And, and maybe... Maybe, maybe, maybe the players do need to be let off the leash because we've seen what happens. I mean, obviously, when, when the players are relaxed and, and we've seen against Leeds, we've seen against Villa when things are going beautifully, the football is amazing because it, they, they do it without thinking about it. Um, and it's 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 beautiful to watch. But sometimes the the over-tactical bit can get in the way. And, and it's something that does my... Din a lot about sort of modern day football, if you like. If you look back at the football from um, the, the, the 70s, the 80s, even into the 90s, there wasn't as much science in football back then. The players were probably hung over coming onto the pitch and they just loved playing football. And I think a lot of that love of the football game now is sort of kicked out. We, when we spoke with Mr Peacock and he said sometimes he fell out of love with the game, you wouldn't get a lot of footballers falling out of love with the game in the generation before him because they weren't just lumped on with all this instruction or not as much instruction. There was a flair to a football player and we're missing that flair. And I think Fessy, fingers crossed, is going to be the chap that, that sorts that out for him. So, as uh, Victoria mentioned earlier, we've got the, the whole match coming up and we chuffing all these people one, don't we? Uh, this is one thing that um, having a, a cohesed squad for the last few seasons uh, will certainly remember. Uh, do you think the players are going to want to get at Hull and give them a tonking for what happened a few seasons ago, boys and girls? It is the absolute right time to be playing them um, because they're in... They're, I mean... I wouldn't say quite dire straits, but they're not far off, are they, at the moment? Nothing's really been going right for them this season. Um, their manager himself has kind of said that um, he thinks he should probably get sacked or something along those sort of lines. It all seems to be going a little bit um, a little bit hull. So, um, it's, uh, it, it, I mean, it is absolutely <laughs> crying out for the kind of game that, we, that we've been talking about, isn't it, where we just go for it. You know, their heads are going to be down a bit. They're certainly it's certainly not a bad squad, and they uh, very similar to us are, are underachieving, uh, big style. Um, but you know, if we if we hit them hard, then they are not going to know what to do. They're not going to know what's hit them, um, and I think we will. I, I want to say we'll probably learn a bit more about Carlos on Saturday, but I think we've probably learned as much as there is to learn. I don't know, but maybe you know, maybe we'll just have that gumption to 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 just kick on. And and go for it, and know that it's a game whereby 
you know, we we can we can we we really can win this game, and we've got to win this game, haven't we? I mean, it's 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 a, it's a given. Do you think Carlos will want to get one over on Hull, or do you think he's more concerned about maybe one day getting one over on Mister Brucey? I I don't know. Um, I'm not sure he gives a toss, does he? <laughs> Your football tank is well and truly empty, isn't it? it it's not. I'm just. Um, I, I I think is it just a bit of disillusionment? I don't know. Is it just that the? Uh, I don't know. The last couple of games have just drilled it out of me a bit. I don't know. I don't know if anyone's feeling the same. I I, I don't. I'm not seeing much that's getting Carlos that fired up at the moment. Because if if it was, then um, I, I I would think that he'd be saying different things to what he is saying you know he, he seems to be relatively um content with a, a lot of how the we're, we're playing and a lot of the performances that we're putting in and um you know i can't i can't see that he's going to be on saturday screaming shouting and stuff at the players and uh i don't think he does that anyway but i you know i can't see him trying to get them really fired up because it's hull i i, I don't know he just doesn't he don't come across like that kind of manager is there an argument to be made, um, again, playing devil's advocate at this point, is there an argument to be made that Carlos, because he does think a lot about the, the, the science and the, the, the speed of football and all that kind of thing, that he could possibly maybe be holding the team back slightly because we've seen it for the last two seasons that we really sort of hit fifth gear towards the end of the season and then we sort of hit the playoffs. I know it's not worked, but we hit the playoffs um, on, a, on a run, if you like, and try and take that good feeling into the playoffs on there for us. Again, just putting it out there. Do you think that's a possibility? Well, uh, how, how? Well, he wants to hit yeah. that fifth gear soon, doesn't he? Or there'll be nobody to watch and reach the bloody playoffs. Uh, the, the the flip side of that argument is that if you hit that, you know, fifth gear in, let's say October, then you can win automatic promotion, and that was the, always the target this season. Um, and no one's tried to hide that. I think the chairman himself said that the, the target's automatic promotion. Carlos has said the target's automatic promotion. We ain't going to get it, are we? If we're going to wait until January before we start actually playing football. Have you absolutely ruled that out now then, Jay? Automatic? Well, no. I mean, like, whatever it's mathematically possible, that's great. But, you know, we're coming off the back of three games where we've had three shots on target. You know, there there isn't a chance in the world that the way that we're playing football right now, we are in with even a sniff of automatic promotion. We are nothing other than absolutely mediocre right now. And, um, you know, unless something drastic changes... Uh, and that you know that doesn't have to be. I'm not saying it has to be. Carlos has got to go, but he's got to sit down and go. Right, okay. Tell you what, this 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 way we play football at the moment. Rip it up, forget it, uh, and let's go with something else. Then uh, I you know I can't. Can anyone genuinely? And I'd be amazed if anyone can. Can anyone see us getting top two as things stand right now, even with a stiff of top two as things stand right now? No. 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 Not in a million years. I won't say not in a million years, but even with my blue and white tinted spectacles, half oh, I would. glass full. I, I, if you don't think we're going to get promoted out of the Premiership in the next million years, Rich, there's something wrong. <laughs> Tell you what, if we get promoted out of the Premiership, <laughs> no, I'll no. be laughing. Exactly. 
It's going to be amazing. Um, because in the next million years, there'll probably be a league above that as well. Um, but yes, it's uh, oh, it's difficult to see. Clearly, there's one tactic that Carlos has tried that's worked, which is by playing the saviour of Sheffield Wednesday Football Club at New Who for the last 10 minutes, <laughs> which he didn't do, obviously, against Reading. And, and I'm very disappointed that you've not taken on the mantra of giving him his full title as well. I must insist that that is how we now pronounce uh, the saviour of, of Sheffield Wednesday at New Who's name from now on on the podcast. Um, <laughs> can, can I, can I, can I so, let you in on a secret um, at this point? This is um, I'm 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 working on. Uh, it's not my forty because Lord, Lord H, it is definitely your forty, and I will at some point pass this project on to you because you, you will do it more justice than me. I am working on. Um, how can I describe this? It's it's a reworking of a Christmas song with a slight Atty New Hue slant to it. Oh my god! That's which like my will dream. involve us having to make a music video, uh, which will involve us, okay. which will involve us having to wear big fluffy white coats and lots of fake snow. Oh, this is just because you've got a new coat. That's all it is. You want to show off your new coat? I haven't got a new coat. I'll just wear a super dry one, Vic. You've got your furry hood thing. And you're really proud of it. <laughs> you just want to show it off. Oh no, it's, it's not new. You said it's years not old. new. You've just not worn it to the game for a while. Um, but still, you can't just you can't just use this to show off your wardrobe. Well, you're not getting on the video, then. You can bollocks, woman, lady. <laughs> bollocks, dear lady. Fine. Bollocks. I can't dear. even find the fur bit off my hood anyway. Well, just as well because you won't need it because you're not coming. <laughs> well, you can borrow your, borrow your dad's coat. Yeah, my dad has got a Carlos coat actually. That's, yeah, <laughs> Well, luckily, I don't know if you chaps have noticed, but I mean, I'm not a massive Facebook user. I've just popped a little picture into the Facebook thing. There is now a um, a, a Sheffield Wednesday Christmas hat, um, whatever the kids call them these days. Um, what is it they call them when you you, you put beautiful. your face on a picture? Oh, Lord, that is absolutely that's stunning. It's I love the empty hat. bottle of mead behind you as well. That just that adds to it. <laughs> Christmas mead, it's on its way. Uh, yes, so if, if you are a, a wonderful Sheffield fan, and James, if we are doing a music video, can the, the listeners get involved and send their um, their Facebook filter, that's the word I'm looking for, filters with their blue and white uh, Christmas hats on to be involved in that video? I think we should just invite them all to... Do you know like Radio Sheffield did when they did that um, Common People thing? Uh, I think we should just do that. We should just pick a location, just say to people, just turn up, just wear something a bit fluffy, just turn up and let's... Let's make a music video and just get shit faced. Let's do it on a match day. It's um, <laughs> off off the back of um, Saturday in Reading. I can guarantee you, they're just getting shit faced. It's just it's way more enjoyable than watching the football. <laughs> Has anybody else got anything else to say about Hull? I know it's not the greatest place to say yeah, things about, it's but a anybody shit else got anything with else? a crap strip bar? <laughs> <laughs> it's Hull got, it's got sharks Got an even crapper ice rink where I went to see Morrissey once. God, that was a night. Was he skating? Was this was this, that's, was this that's pretty it? impressive? <laughs> can, it was like Morrissey. Yeah, can you ice. imagine the advert for that? <laughs> Morrissey. No, it it would have been, it yeah, been so impressive. Stuffed up his ass. <laughs> it would have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Come on. To be honest, even Morrissey would be more positive about uh, Sheffield's football club than you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone ever been to Hull Fair? This is quite an experience. I've been once. Um, And the only other other interesting thing I can think of about Hull is that my old sat-nav used to pronounce it a little bit funny, and it sounded like hell. So it would always say, you are 20 miles from hell. (laughs) 
Um, so it's kind of made me chuckle whenever I had to go to Hull, which I do, we, have, we have a radio station in Hull, so I do have to go there quite a bit. Um, it's not as funny now. I've got a new sat-nav. In my, good chap. <laughs> in my head, I've got that song now. You know, are you going to Scarborough Fair, but with Hull instead? That, that's what I've got going on right now. Are you going to Hull? Morris sings it on his eyes. Yeah. Face, with a bunch of gladioli. Yeah. <laughs> And if you have any memories of Hull, ladies and gents, please do send them on the Twitch feed. And <laughs> make oh, sure God, don't, the don't send them. I don't want to hear any more. It's a horrible place. <laughs> um, right, then, ladies and gents, uh, do you guys have any bits before we start to wrap up this evening's uh, proceedings? Um, I have a little bit. You'll be surprised to hear, obviously. Um, so there's oh. a man on the Twitter... Um, at O underscore SWFC, right? And if you go on his profile, it's his pinned tweet. And he did this last year and it was hilarious, but this year it's even funnier because it's not even like halfway through the season. Um, but he does the banter thread from Sheffield Wednesday. And honestly, if you just, if you read it, you'll get it. It is so funny. It just goes through every high, every low, mainly lows, um, including pretty much, it's just like tonight's conversation, to be honest, but with a few images thrown in. So have a look at that. O underscore SWFC. Fantastic. Uh, did one of you, uh, did one of you guys see the, the tweet from the young chap that did the, um, uh, I've got that other song. The Coldplay. Yes, the Coldplay. Absolutely. Does yes. anybody have that chap's Genius. name? Because I would very much yes, like to Yes, it's, it's Chris Bridden, who, who um, Fudge has a kind of an on-off love-hate affair with. I actually, yeah, it's actually quite funny. He's, uh, he's done well there with that as well. So if you haven't seen it, um, he does a wonderful, wonderful uh, thread. Uh, do pop up there and have a little look. And uh, for each line of the song, there is also a, a wonderful picture that goes with it for Sheffield Wednesday Football Club as well. So jolly well done, that chap. It had me in stitches, that thread. And we did get sent that by a few people um, over there on Twitter as well. So do thank you for everybody that, uh, that popped that to us. Uh, Jay, sorry, I have some more bits. I interrupted your bits, Look, Jay. Not for yeah, the sorry, time. only only a couple of uh, amusing tweets from uh, the last week. Uh, first of all, I mentioned to uh, Matt with one T uh, underscore Hamilton, who tweeted when Atty New You came on against Ipswich, saying, "I will get a New You tattoo anywhere on my body if it scores an equaliser for us tonight." Uh, and his sub- <laughs> Yeah, I subsequently <laughs> I tweeted to say that when he turns 18, so I'd, I'm not sure how old he is, but when he turns 18, uh, he will do uh, <laughs> indeed uh, uh, get the uh, the tattoo and post it on uh, on Twitter. So that's one to keep an eye out for. My favourite <laughs> bit of that, James, if you click on the tweet and look at the replies, there's somebody who obviously went to like Magaluf or Malia this year who says, do it, mate, you won't regret it. And there's a photo of his bum and he's got new wow. huge tattooed on his <laughs> bum. Um, and then the only other thing that I wanted to mention, which again comes from uh, Twitter, uh, which is a guy called Matt Dent. His Twitter username is... Uh, so the other Matt was Matt with one T. This is Matt with... One, two, three, four. I think it's five T's. Um, I, I'm guessing Matt with four T's, three T's, and two T's was already taken. So Matt with like five T's, uh, <laughs> Dent, um, and he's trying to raise some uh, money for his son. They're both big Wednesday fans. Um, his um, his son has some um, some kind of learning difficulties, um, and so he set up a Just Giving page. So if you want to find him out on Twitter, find out a bit more about that. Um, it's been one of those weeks, hasn't it, where the Wednesday fan base has been kind of at itself a little bit. So I thought... You know, something that kind of 
you know, represents the old we're all Wednesday, aren't we thing? Something that's a, a slightly happier thing that, you know, we can all kind of get behind one of our own. I thought it was probably a nice way to um, a nice way to end proceedings. Absolutely. I've got a bit of something that we can uh, that Ooh. we can finish on. We had. Um, he said uh, proceedings. Yeah, but sorry, proceedings are finishing. My apologies. <laughs> but uh, just two things. Um, did anybody see that we've made uh, Dave Ponchan series unhappy at our critique as a collective as Sheffield Wednesday fans? We've made him unhappy of our critique of his uh, oh. Club 1867 initiative. So uh, sorry, Dave Pon. We, we didn't fancy spending two grand on something that doesn't look like it's going to happen. If the, uh, like James always says, if the results on the pitch are going the way, we'll probably subscribe to your nonsense pitch. But uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, what I wanted to get to was um, last year, uh, uh, yeah, earlier this year, I took part in the Reds versus Blues um, fundraising game to raise some money for uh, the Stannington branch of the Royal Legion. And I was lucky enough to win a prize because of the donations that you guys gave us. So uh, if you keep an eye on the uh, on the coming week of um, of of what on, on our Twitter on our show, we're going to be announcing that we're going to be giving away a prize that I won for raising the most amount of money on the blue team, which is a signed Sheffield Wednesday shirt from the squad for this season. So we've actually got a shirt itself, one of the sought after wow. shirts that nobody could get. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what size is it? Uh, I d- she don't know. Uh, she's just sending it me uh, to give her the uh, to give you the phrase that I got this afternoon, but um, but yeah, we, I wouldn't have been able to raise that money uh, had it not been for you lot. So uh, we're going to be doing a competition to give that away, sign shirt for um, for uh, for this season. So uh, stay tuned for that, kids. It's going to be a smasher. How lovely is Fudgy's Fudge. Just just to say, like. Yeah, exactly. Like hats off to you. Like you won that shirt fair and square. You'd raised a lot of money there, and you know, and you weren't expecting that. Oh, your face. We've got the video. If we can find the video again, your face was adorable when you won it, and you won like a couple of tickets yeah, to yeah. in the signed shirt. And that is so sweet to give it away. Like thank you. That's I wouldn't have. Thing. I wouldn't have won it had it not been for you lot out there. Uh, you know, I, I was getting donations from. I mean, Martin Atkinson out in bloody Russia and Kazakhstan, wherever he is, and stuff like this. It, it was, it was, it was immense the the response I got, and it was quite overwhelming in a way. And it made it made me feel that this nonsense heap of shite show that we did. Sorry, I'm being overly critical hey. there. This this abs- <laughs> this thing we've been doing for so long, and and we're doing it for so many years to for it to pay off and help somebody else was actually quite quite humbling. And I said to um, I said to Daz, who, who who ran the event, when I saw those old boys on the pitch just before we were about to start playing, I it 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 really hit me like you know I I'm not a charity type of person. I'm not very good at at, at most things that are that that tap into that side of your psyche because you know I'm a <laughs> I like fags and beer. Do you know what I mean? But um, <laughs> but to see that to see those those men on that field before that game actually and I don't know there was something that ignited something inside me that that I'd not really addressed that side of me before and I thought this is some this is actually a big deal and uh, and I'm glad I could help but I wouldn't have been able to do that without without the people out there so I want to give it away because I feel like it's the right thing to do I think I think it's great that you got a donation from um Moscow. Did you get any from Gaza? <laughs> no, I got one from Gaza. Oh, he uh, he donated a fishing rod that, uh, that, he, that he weren't using anymore. Some fried chicken. 
in all seriousness, uh, can I enter the competition? Because it could save me 50 quid. <laughs> it depends what size it is. You never know, dear. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> True. It might work as a sock. <laughs> uh, right, so, James, if people want to get over, to you over there on the Twitter inch, where can we do that, Toby? Uh, at James Marriott. Fantastic. Victoria, my darling, if people want to get all of you over there on the Twitter Ridge, where can we do that? At Victoria1867. Richie, you sexy mother chuffer, where can people find your Twitter handle? You can find me at Dickie Owl, and hopefully I'll be saying more on there than I have on here tonight. <laughs> oh, you've been very quiet, haven't you? Don't get a word in for a little bit empty. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ! Oh, we lost him. Your media, oh, your media holes, you lot. Rich, rich, yeah. rich, rich. Where are they now? Fuck yourself. <laughs> you tell us. You tell us. Ask bloody anywhere, Chris Morris. He fucking knows. <laughs> that's why you don't leave talks just for you wrong face chuffer uh, <laughs> and of course I suppose you'll be the people who find you over there on the Twitter we can do that I'm, uh, I'm on at Dan Fudge uh, keep an eye on at TWWcast uh, for the uh, details of the competition but yeah at Dan Fudge that's where I am Fantastic. Of course, if you'd like to get all the meat over there on the Twitter, you can do that at Lord H. That's L0RD underscore H. Get all the podcasts, as Fudgy said, at TWWcast. Get us over there on the uh, the Facebooks. James, give us a shout out for our wonderful website, because I always forget it. It's really hard. It's the Wednesdayweek.co.uk. <laughs> I mean, really hard. .co.uk or .com. I always get confused. I'm, I'm a gentleman of a certain age these days, Holby. Um, and, of course, get us over there on the YouTubes and everywhere else as well. Ladies and gents, it's been a pleasure speaking to you, even if this lot been a right miserable bunch of chuff nuggets this week. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure as always. Be good, be safe, and we shall see you real soon. Bunch of what? Chuff nuggets, Chuff nuggets. you say? <laughs> <laughs> Chuff nuggets. I'm going to use that to uh, to replace some of my swear words that on Twitter. Like... <laughs> it's like the McDonald's special you know, box of twelve <laughs> Chuff Swear-y nuggets special. just just for just for Christmas. <laughs> the smoke the chestnut world... and Chuff nuggets. <laughs> if the whole world replaced their swear words with a variation of Chuff, the world would be a much happier place. <laughs> It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh! Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.